You are listening, listening to the Black to the Iceberg. You are listening to the Black Iceberg. Hey, welcome home, fam. Thank you so much for joining me on the maiden voyage of the Black Iceberg. This is your captainess and your hostess, Hannah. In this podcast, I will be inviting you to slow down for just a few moments and join me in some contemplation and self-exploration. I myself am studying to be a music therapist. Damn, girl, the idea that mental health is within one's own grasp, if only we have the tools, is something that I hold very near. It's music. And dear to me. Music is the tool. Let's go. Music. Jump in the boat. It makes the world go round. Let's go a little deeper. Sorry. Think a little harder. And be a little bit nicer to ourselves. Mm Mm-hmm. This is not, nor can it substitute, therapy from a licensed practitioner. Thank you and enjoy. Give it up a story time. As you all know, because it's literally impossible for you not to know, we are in the middle of a pandemic. Um, yes, it is global. That word is encompassed in the word pandemic. We have been stuck in the house and in the house bored for the last, let's see, March, April, May, June, July, four months, going on five, right? Five feeling barely alive. It's been seven months. And a lot of us artists, most of us artists were just pretty much out of luck when it came to funds because everything that we do you know gig work and basically gig work um it's been shut down all of the arts have been shut down right no galleries no museums no concerts no broadway no you know everything is shut down so um in order to kind of minimize the financial effects um there the small business association has put together these grants super low interest loans and then there's like a thousand dollar advance when you apply for this loan so i heard about this months ago like back in april and back in april i was like man i should apply for this guess what i didn't do okay So fast forward, like a couple months later, right? We're in June and a friend of mine reminds me about this SBA loan that comes with a $1,000 advance and you don't have to pay that advance back. Like I looked into it and looked into it and you don't have to pay that back. It's just a $1,000 grant to help small businesses and me as someone who does gig work and who does contract work, Um, And I work as a private tutor and educator. That's me. I'm a small business. Me, Hannah, your captainess is a small business. So that applies to me. And I said to myself, I'm going to do this. But then I heard that the application was going to take like two hours. 
And I was like, man. So I didn't do it. Fast forward another month. Finally, like a few days ago, like today is July, the 20 something. Anyway, I finally did the application. You want to know how long the application took? The two hour quote unquote application? It took five minutes. It took me five minutes. I was so I was so upset with myself. It took me five minutes to fill out this application. I was like, all right, it's done. I can check it off. It's probably going to take them forever to actually process it. Guess how long it took to process my application? Like 30 minutes. I got an email saying that my application was being processed in 30 minutes. Then I went in and made my account or whatever filled out the other little paperwork, which again took like 30 seconds and click submit. And it's like, okay, we're going to process your application and see how long it takes for you to get approved. And I'm thinking that's going to take forever. Guess how long that took? It was immediate. It was immediate, like five minutes later. So anyway, um, we'll see if I actually get that money because here's the punch in the gut. As of a week ago, a lot of peeps on the message boards that I've been following said that the grant money ran out, like not long ago. Yep. So <laughs> if this story is like painfully relatable to you, stick with me. We're going to do a little bit of a deep dive. This is the Philly question. So why do I procrastinate? Why do I put it off to the last possible second? Like this happens in school. I'm back in school, right? I'm in grad school. I have a bajillion papers to do. I almost never do them in advance. Like they're almost always done right to the minute and this is how I did in undergrad this is how I did in high school like it's just always been this way and you know I have friends who do their work like a week in advance and then come back to it maybe the day before it's due and just read it over and submit it I have friends like this people who I love dearly who do this how sway how how are you doing this how is it that you complete your work like a full week in advance and you're just here chilling like i have nothing to do because i finished all of my work meanwhile i'm like buried under the weight of my anxiety of all the tasks that are in my little task book that do not have check marks like how are people living their lives this way? So I've been asking myself, how is it that other people do it? And I'm starting to realize, right? I'm trying to be a therapist and I'm only just starting to realize this, but I'm starting to realize that that's the wrong question. The question is, why am I like this? Why do I? To myself because that's who I'm doing it to it's to myself right if my paper is two days late 
Maybe my professor grades it. Maybe they don't. You know, like that's their prerogative. But who is that ultimately going to affect? Because once they're done with my paper or not done with my paper because they decide not to deal with it, who has to pay the consequence? Me. I get the F or the C or whatever it is the late grade is. Who has to pay the consequence when I don't submit my SBA loan application two months ago like I was supposed to? Me. The SBA doesn't care. That's not, you know, Brenda, whoever's on the other end of the phone. That's not her check. She's getting paid. It's me who's not getting paid. So why am I like this when the end result hurts me? And I know it's going to hurt me. I know it. I decided to write some questions out to sort of help guide myself through this process. Now, I've done this before, but never all at once, right? And I've never done it premeditated. So I tried as much as possible to zoom out, right? If if I were sitting across from myself and I was to look at myself without judgment and just help them get to the bottom of whatever it is that they're doing that is hurting them and hurting others. So here are the questions. Let's dive We're going down, darling. Feel free to answer these for yourself um, if you want to process with me as we go. You know, you can answer the questions for yourself or you can just listen. Either way. So Hannah, yes. When does this happen? And when was the last time this happened, right? So we're talking about the procrastination. When did this happen? When was the last time it happened? The very last time it happened was with this SBA loan. So the story that I told you earlier, that wasn't so bad. Okay, Hannah, next question. What is the feeling that you get when you think about this task? Or what was the feeling when you were thinking about this task? Okay, I remember this very distinctly. When I first heard about the loan and the grant, my initial feeling was nervousness. And there, don't worry about what you were thinking or why you were nervous yet. Just like try to get at the feeling because there are questions coming up to address your thought process. Okay. So I was feeling nervous. I was feeling anxious. I was excited, right? And isn't it funny how those those emotions sometimes feel the same. Anxiety is not so much a no, um, an emotion as it is like a, it's like a whole body reaction to something. But I was definitely nervous, which was triggering some of my anxiety. Um, I was excited because I really needed the money. I was kind of happy. I remember smiling and thinking like, this is great. It's just a free $1,000 from the government. Let's go. Um, yeah. Okay. Those are my feelings. Good job, Hannah. Next question. What is the thought process when the task comes up? So what was the thought process whenever I thought about, um, filling out that application? Okay. So let me do a little thinking. So I didn't forget 
about the SBA loan, the SBA loan application. I definitely remembered to do it. I just didn't. So what was I thinking? Okay, I was thinking that it was going to take a long time and I didn't have two hours to sit on my computer doing this application for something that I might not even get because I was reading through message boards. Uh, I say message boards, but I mean like Facebook groups. I was reading through Facebook groups and I remember reading like some horror stories about people who applied and it took like two months and then their application was like denied and then they had to go back and reapply and it just took a lot of time and I was like, I don't got time like that. Um, I remember thinking like, what if I do all of this work and I don't even get it? Like that was definitely my thought process and like, to some extent, I was also thinking like, man, I don't deserve this money. Like I live with my mom and she does really well for herself. And so long as I'm with her, I'm not destitute, right? Like I'm here with her as I'm finishing my degree. She's like, come, you can live at home. I got you. Finish this. Follow your dreams. And I'm like, love you, mom. She's the best. I was thinking that I didn't deserve, never mind the fact that I have I have a lot of bills and I, my work was cut. I don't know why, like I lost two thirds of my students. You know, I lost two thirds of my income because I'm not, I'm not teaching in public school anymore. So I don't, I didn't have that. I lost so much income. <laughs> like I was looking at $10 in my, my checking account. I was like, Ooh, girl. Ooh. Wow. That was a moment of vulnerability right there. I'm okay now. I got back a few students. I'm okay. There's a little more than $10 in my account right now, but life as a grad school student is rough. I'm currently looking for some music therapy jobs. Yeah, those. that was my thought process. Can you imagine? That's so much thinking. Wow. I overthink, like even in recalling my thought process, I overthought it. That was so much. There was so much surrounding this very simple application that I didn't even look at for myself. Like I didn't even look at it. I just took other people's word for it that it was difficult and that it wouldn't work out for me. Why? Why did I do that? Why didn't I look for myself? What was what was what was the purpose of me not looking into how long it would take me. Okay, next question, because I'm starting to get mad at myself. So this question, this was one that I thought of, and I was like, ooh, I don't know if I want to answer that. So the question is, where did you go when it was time to complete the task? And I put go in quotation marks. Where did I go when it was time to fill out this application, right? And go means where like maybe you physically went somewhere like maybe when it was time for you to do your taxes instead of sitting down and doing it you physically got up and left the room I don't know but where did you go means what did you do what did you do that wasn't the task that took you away from the task so what took you away that's what that question means where did I go um, 
I think usually when it's time for me to do something like that, for this specific, okay, Hannah, this specifically, for this specifically. Okay. So for this specific task, because my thoughts around it were like, you know, I wasn't going to get it. I don't deserve it. Um, it's going to take too long. I don't have time. I would try to do something. And I, I remember doing this a couple of times. I try to do something that I felt was more productive. This actually got me to finish quite a few homework assignments. Like, we're like, I don't have two hours to do this. Let me do some homework. Like, I filled out some logs and did some patient notes and stuff. I remember doing that a couple of times this summer. I remember I went for a walk instead of, <laughs> this was like recently, like a couple of weeks ago, I went for a walk. So I was like, I haven't been outside all day. I'm gonna go for a walk, which is not a bad thing. Doing homework is not bad. Like going to make yourself a snack is not bad. Like it's not that the things that I did were bad things in and of themselves but they were harmful in that they took me away from the task at hand which was filling out this application to get this money that I could really use to pay some bills that are very real they're doing like construction outside my home I guess because that's where I am I'm home right anyway it's the first episode y'all it's rough all right, next question. Did you complete the task? Yes, I did. I finally completed the task like two months after I found out there was a task to complete. So basically after it was given to me. Okay, that was easy. Next question. What was the feeling while completing it? So while it was happening, while I was doing it. Okay, this was like, this was just like yesterday or two days ago so while I was completing the task I felt like I felt like I needed to finish like I felt determined to finish once I started it I was like I'm not moving from here until this is done which is good because it only took five minutes to finish all right, so what was the feeling completing? I felt like I needed to finish. I was determined, like I was really motivated while I was doing it. Did you have a plan for completing the task? You know what? I did. Uh, that morning, again, this is just a couple days ago. That morning, I woke up and I, you know, I did my 30 minutes of journaling, which is something else entirely we'll talk about that in a little while maybe in a maybe in a few episodes and like I made I did my hair and I made a plan and I was going to spend an hour um, on this application when I have something to do that's long if I try to sit down and do it for like three four hours it's not going to happen like an hour is my max and then my brain is just like, yoop the doo I want a cup of tea. Ooh, my coffee. I forgot about this. Hold, please. So I did have a plan. 
that was the plan. I was going to spend an hour on each task. So I was just going to dedicate an hour to completing it. Okay. How long did it take? Five flipping minutes. I didn't even need the whole, it took five minutes. I had time to go to Dunkin' Donuts, get a $2 medium iced coffee and come back and drink most of it. Like that's how long it, it took five minutes. Okay, clearly I'm frustrated with myself. If you were going through these questions with me and you find that you are frustrated with yourself right now because of where you were before you started the task and then finishing the task and then afterwards just kind of dealing with the fact that, you know, it wasn't as bad as you thought it was, just stick with me. I've got some more. I've got some more things. Let's not leave us in a state of utter frustration. Let's keep going. Okay, so now that the task is completed, it's checked off, it's behind you, we still have some feelings about how we handled it, or at least I do. And if you do, you can continue working through this with me. And these are the two questions that I think um, we're sort of like the crux of my processing, right? And this is with whenever I'm dealing with things that activate my anxiety, right? That activate that freezing, getting under the covers and not moving for a day reaction for me, right? The first question is, what thoughts surrounding the task are real? They're actual and factual okay now remember when we talked about what thoughts we were having about the task right which of those were real um so me deserving that money that's you know mm -mm. um i guess that i might not get it because that that is real and factual not everybody is approved for it um that was it that I might not get it that was that was yeah that's the only one I can think of that's like real mm, Hannah. and then the other question is which thoughts surrounding the task are just that thoughts not real not true right so where's the truth where are the lies somebody lied to you first of all like sis you believed a lot of lies like not deserving the money like you don't need it yes you do you had ten dollars in your account um that the application would take forever you didn't even check you didn't even look you just took the internet's word for it that you would spend time and it would be wasted. Um, you spent five minutes and if you get it, guess what, sis? You get it. And if you don't, guess what, sis? You tried. Um, I imagined, I don't know, I imagined that that it would be dangerous somehow. Like, I don't, I don't even know how else to describe it. Like, 
in in my heart and in my mind, it was like I was in danger. And in order to avoid the danger, I needed to avoid the SBA loan, like disaster loan application. That was in my mind. Like, what? Why? What is that? What? What is that? I don't know. More than anything, I hope that going through these questions with yourself helped you to just kind of see see how it is you are like I'm seeing how I am and I'm extremely emotional um if you're very close to me then you know like if you you know like I'm very emotional but like that is something that affects the way that I work it affects the way that like I bees like this and it affects the way I bees so something that came up just while I was thinking about this is that my perception of time is really weird like five minutes feels like a very long time until I experience it, right? Kind of like when you tell a kid five minutes, when you tell them five minutes and then five minutes is forever. But then like if I'm watching anime, five minutes is nothing. I am deeply engrossed in Inuyasha right now, just reliving my childhood. So <clears throat> yeah, anyway, so like my, right? Our, our perception of time is often not real like that's what it means we are perceiving time time exists outside of us and then we see it however we see it so my perception of time is really wonky um if i think like an hour to me sounds like a really long time but it's not but it is but it's not so like just having a more truthful perception of oops sorry um, I think y'all heard that, but it's okay. That was just my knuckle being cracked against the wall. My hand's going to fall off. Anyway, my perception of time is weird. If you have that, you know, just know that I'm here with you. It's like a kind of weird, wonky perception of time. If you've answered these questions, maybe you rewound and, you know, paused for each question and answered them for yourself we are now going to do something completely experimental which is take two full minutes to just write now I'm also going to do this so I'm gonna put on some sweet sweet tunes and yeah Let's just write. So if something came up, um, like if a thought come up and it's kind of persistent, write it down. If you are like me, then, you know, poems be coming to you sometimes, songs be coming to you. Uh, for all of my graphic artists, fine artists, you know, if you want to move for two minutes, I'm putting on music. So feel free to move, draw, write, 
sing, improvise if you have your instruments handy, improvise for two minutes to this track and just like allow the expression to kind of help you process. Feel free to, you know, skip over the music and or pause it and take your two minutes in silence. Happy arting. Welcome back. What did you do? Did you write? Did you sing? Did you play? Maybe you improvised a little bit. A word. We're coming close to the end of the show. We're coming close. Stick with it. I was reading this article in the New York Times. This was a while ago um, because I've been trying to look into my procrastinative ways for a long time, right? Because it's it's a habit. And Dr. Tim Peichel, Peichel, I think, maybe it's even Pickle, P-Y-C-H-Y-L, in this article, um, he was interviewed and he writes, procrastination is an emotion regulation problem, not a time management problem. Like that's, I, I experienced that. I see that. So how do we stop it? Right. This article um, actually quotes a few doctors. Um, there's a Dr. Soraya, and she talks about how emotion regulation and being able to pinpoint those emotions um, can help. And Dr. Hirschfield from UCLA also gives some suggestions. Actually, I will put these articles, the articles that the doctors have written, um, in the 
description, I'll cite my sources, but procrastination, you're right, here's the root of the root and the bud of the bud, provides relief from negative emotions surrounding a particular task. What? No way, right? If I felt like, man, like I was nervous, right? I was nervous. I don't want to feel nervous. So I put off the task and then boom, I have temporary relief and my brain memorizes that complete cycle. Nervous, put it off, relief. Lather, rinse, repeat. Like this is literally my whole life. What can we do? Let's try some things. Okay, fam. So let's try some things. We can try forgiveness. I know. I heard it and I was like, that sounds like a bunch of garbage, but we're going to try it. Because listen, trying it is better than putting our lives on hold because we got some feelings about it. I just did a mic drop. Let's try forgiveness. Okay. In finishing the application, I put it off. The money might not be there anymore because I waited so long. I was upset with myself. You remember that? I was mad. Hannah, yes. Hmm. Hannah, I forgive you, girl. I forgive you. I know you'll do better next time. But I forgive you for this time, for putting this off. And I'm not going to bring this up again. We're going to leave it in the past. Ooh. I suggest saying these things out loud to yourself, just so. Wow. Yep, say it out loud. Okay. One of the other suggestions is a little self-kindness. So, to myself, Hannah, yes, Hannah, you know, you actually are worthy of help. You needed it, and it's okay to ask for it. You can ask for help. You don't need to place blame on why it is you are broke. We can acknowledge it, but you don't need to put yourself down for it because putting yourself down further only makes it harder to get up and the goal is to get up. It's okay to ask for help. Breathe. You deserve space to breathe, girl. I gotta say that to myself now. That was beautiful. Um, and then there was another uh, suggestion, which actually kind of encompasses the forgiveness and the self-kindness, which is to offer yourself a better reward. Now, I liked this one, and I sort of adapted it from what the doctors were saying. I don't know if that's a good idea, but I'm going to see if it works. The reason why procrastination becomes habit, becomes the cycle that you fall into, that I fall into, that we fall into, is because 
it offers a reward. What is the reward? Relief from the negative emotions surrounding the task. Procrastination offers temporary relief, right? Because it doesn't make sense for us to do something that will hurt us, right? That doesn't make sense. People are not built to purposefully do things that hurt them. So why do we procrastinate when it hurts us? Because in the short term, it provides relief. It provides relief. So what can we do to kind of short circuit that cycle? Give ourselves something better in return for starting the task. So, man, this SBA, I don't know how this is going to work out. I don't know if I'm going to give myself something like physical, tangible, 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 tangible. The article and the doctors from the study suggest something internal. So, and that's where the forgiveness and the self-kindness play in. Um, But we are artists. A lot of us are artists. And I believe that everybody has an artist inside of themselves you just gotta let that grow out sometimes right so what can we offer ourselves that's better we can man what can we offer ourselves that's better i love soul like i love neo soul and i love soul and there are certain songs that just it doesn't matter what time of day, what time of year, what kind of mood I'm in. It's like it always slaps. One of those songs is Nothing Even Matters, Lauren Hill, and I think that's D'Angelo that sings the male vocal. No matter when I hear it, it slaps. I could listen to it 50 times a day, it slaps. So what if the next time I'm thinking about putting a task off, I put that song on? Hmm. Like, open up the application and put the song on. I love that song. That's such a good song. I'm going to try that. Yeah. And then my last piece of advice, because, again, this isn't therapy, so I can give you advice. And this is really for myself. You can take it or you can leave it. But treat yourself. Yes. When you complete a task, treat yourself because then that helps to start a new loop. Man, I just finished that 30-page paper. I am going to take myself... Well, we can't really go many places. We can't go to the movies, but... I'm going to take myself on a bike ride. Or, you know, I did my hour's worth of whatever, whatever the task is, whether it's exercising because exercising makes you sad, whether it's writing because you're blocked and writing makes you sad. Give yourself a something for completing, right? Take it back to Pavlov and his dogs. Hello, behaviorism, because what is procrastination? It's a learned behavior. Treat yourself. Listen, listen to this. Listen to Hiatus Coyote while soaking in a tub of salts and rose petals with a little bit of lavender oil. Don't that sound nice? Do that for yourself. Associate positive feelings 
with starting and completing a difficult task. Thank you for diving in with me. Captain is out. Are you actually still listening? Did you like that? Tell me what you thought. Give me your thoughts, your questions, your concerns, your comments about that weird thing happening under my audio, if you know what that is. Just hit me up and let me know. You can find me on the Twitter. Tweet me at Black Iceberg Pod. I'm also on IG. Hit me up on Insta, Black Iceberg Podcast, or good old fashioned email, Black Iceberg Podcast at gmail.com. Hey, you still here? What you doing? What? It, what you doing here? You don't got things to do today? That's all right. I understand. We procrastinating. I get it. No judgment. If you enjoyed today's episode, please join me next week on Sunday at 3 p.m. for another stirring rendition of The Black Iceberg.